Hello and welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Careers with Hannah. And today we are talking to Jessica Brad to discuss returning to work after becoming a mum. So Jess, what did you do pre-motherhood? Um, before I became a mum, I was valuing properties for Richard James in Walton. I grew up here and I've been valuing here now for seven years. I'd also become assistant manager, so that just basically meant, as it sounds, if my boss was away, I picked up anything that he wasn't able to, or if um, a complaint came in, it would often come to me first before it was moved on. And that was the one thing that I was really worried about changing when I came back after maternity leave was my responsibility there. And did you feel your career aspirations changed after having children? Nope, not at all. I knew, I kind of always knew from the day that I actually started here um, how I wanted my career to progress. And to be honest, if anything, having children only made me want it more. Um, Kind of just to prove that you can have babies, you can go back to work, you can have the career that you want. It doesn't actually have to change just because you've become a mum. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. I feel like I didn't actually have career aspiration until I had my children. So they're like the get-go for me yeah, whereas before definitely. I was like I don't know what I'm doing with my yeah. life but they keep you going don't they yeah and they keep your focus as well a hundred percent um why did you decide to return to work and what struggles did you face um um obviously the main reason most people return to work I suppose after having children is is money um these days both of you need to have money coming in in order to support your children and also give them the life that that you had or that you think that they deserve um, so that was the main thing, but also for me, that was the other thing. It's just, this was my thing. I've always done it. I don't want it to stop. And the only way that I could probably keep myself and understand who I am and, and not lose myself is to go back to work. A hundred percent. I found that when I had my two, I wasn't Hannah anymore. I was just mum. Whereas now nine to five, I'm Hannah. And then in the evenings and the weekends, I'm mummy. Yeah, that's exa- exactly the same for me. I kind of moulded into this. I think motherhood's such a shock. And even though you think that you're prepared, you're just absolutely not prepared <laughs> at all. Not even remotely. No, um, you're not. You could be the most prepared, organised person on the earth and this baby would still shock the hell out of you. <laughs> so definitely, I lost myself. I've moulded into, I don't know, I didn't want to get up really. I didn't want to get out. I couldn't be bothered to get dressed. And it took a good sort of the first three or four months went by and then I knew I really had to, to get my shit together. Um, and I also found out I was pregnant with my second. So I thought I need to get over this and I need to get back to work for this time. I need to go on another maternity leave <laughs> and then pick up where I left off. Yeah. Um, so mum guilt, do you get it? How do you deal with it? For me, it's one of my biggest barriers. So... Even though I work from home, I will feel guilty because my children aren't there, even though I'm still working a nine-to-five. Because you're at home. Yeah. (laughs) I think when you have kids, if you're at home and your kids aren't there, it's just a weird place to be, isn't it? Yeah. Mum guilt doesn't go away. So this is the one thing that I've learned is I don't really think it would matter what I did or I could be the richest person on earth, I would still have mum guilt because I dropped my kids off somewhere else in the morning or I was late home from work. It doesn't go away. Um, I just keep reminding myself, I'm going to work, one, for me, if I'm happier, they're happier. Two, because they need feeding, they need Christmas presents, they would like to go on holiday, and I'm sure as they get older, every year, Christmas will get more and more expensive. Um, So it's just kind of, I'm not going 
to work on a jolly. I'm not kind of ditching them and hoping for the best and just coming home when I please. It's a very structured week um, and it absolutely has to be done. So it's just a reminder that you're doing the right things for yourself, first of all, and for, for your family. And how do you do it? So motherhood is overwhelming at the best of times. Your job role can be demanding. You have children, friends, family, a relationship to uphold. How do you juggle it all? Um, I don't really know. Well, first of all, we have an awful lot of support from my mum, um, my mum and stepdad, my dad and stepmom, Josh's uh, dad and stepmom as well. So we've got a lot of people around us who are happy to help have the children when we need them to. But in terms of friendships and relationships, I think you just learn to prioritise. So whatever happens, you know that your kids come first. Um, if one of them's ill, unfortunately, things like going out with your friends or cooking dinner for your other half or going to work even become second best. So I think priorities and understanding your priorities definitely help. Everything after that kind of just falls in or out of place. Friendships are hard. Friendships are really hard if you've got friends that haven't got children because although they think that they understand and they're really kind and they're really helpful, they don't quite understand. So things that might seem really trivial to them might be a really big deal to us and things that wouldn't stress them out because they can't understand it might really stress us out. So I think sometimes barriers are up and have to be knocked down and to get over those in order to keep those things going, definitely. And you lose some, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, no, definitely. I find as well, with time, you grow confidence in prioritising. Yeah. So when I first had my children, I would try and juggle it all and give everyone an equal yeah. slice, which just isn't going to work. Yeah. Whereas now, I can confidently be like, no, there's not enough Hannah for you today, sorry. You're going to have to come back another that's, day. And I think it takes, that's absolutely right, I think it takes like a year to be able to do that. And for me, that was like going, having the baby, having Archie first, going back to work, finding me again, for me to stand up and be like, oh, actually, no, I don't have time for you. And no, I know I said I'd come to dinner, but actually I don't want to. Or I will come, but I'm leaving at 10. And actually that reason to leaving at 10 might be because I want to put my child to bed or it might be because I'm just really, really tired. And actually to look after myself, I need a really good night's sleep. But you do learn definitely with confidence not to justify what you're doing it's yeah. kind of just if you're pissed you're pissed <laughs> you wanna, i'm loving this you wanna, 10 o'clock curfew though <laughs> if you want to be mad you're mad yeah the 10 o'clock curfew came in way before <laughs> boris did for me way 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 before <laughs> and what advice do you have for parents or parents to be who want to stay engaged with their career i think this one is a really really hard question because how everybody manages their intentions is different um try keep in touch with your work friends definitely um kind of don't get too involved with what's going on but just check in on them i'm sure like i have if i call a work friend up i'm gonna know what's happened in a week after like 10 seconds so just keep doing stuff like that don't rush um in decisions on whether to go back to work or not or, or when to go back or how to go back or how many hours to do take your time get into your own routine with your baby, figure out what works and just do like, go to your keep in touch days because that will help you decide how much you can take on, what your affordability is. Um, But it will also give you the chance to be away from your baby 
to appreciate how hard it is, how much of a challenge it is to go back to work and leave them, um, but also whether you can manage it or not. Yeah, just about easing in, I think. Yeah. Not just sort of like jumping in, I'm going to go back to work full time. It takes a lot of adapting to. And speak to speak to people at work. That's what you know. That's what HR are for. That's what your boss is for. Is to discuss with them and find out, or just speak to them and let them know what you're thinking, and then see how that evolves. You know, during your maternity leave and decide closer to the time. And finally, everyone knows I'm big on setting goals or targets, and strongly believe you are your biggest competitor. So, what's next? <laughs> So I'm one of those people who I'm like really just content. Um, I just, my job is like my job and my hobby. I definitely couldn't be without it. I would definitely be the weirdest person ever if I didn't have it. Um, but obviously I don't want it to stop here. I appreciate there are a, a few limitations because I'm only working three days and I try and take on as much as I can and I make time to work in the evenings and I make time to pick up stuff when I'm on holiday not because I don't have a choice but because I because I want to do it I don't have to do that I don't have to pick answer my phone I don't have to respond to emails but I want to do it and that's because I'm in this for for the long run so when the kids go back to school obviously I'll be able to be here more often but I have to try and kind of prove myself to have that opportunity to come back when I'm ready um and also I'd like to get to a point where I'm kind of sat on the board with the rest of the directors here, not necessarily as a director, but on the board to influence other people's progression. So anybody that comes in on apprenticeship or as a trainee negotiator, trying to work out what their journey's going to be, how that's going to pan out, how they're going to get there, maybe forming a training programme for anybody that wants to, to sell property, list property, whichever. Yeah, so you definitely know where you want to go. Oh, yeah. I'm not leaving here. (laughs) This seat, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So thank you for coming on, Jess. It's been a pleasure. Tune in next week for another careers-related podcast. Thanks, Hannah.